Hello and welcome back to the Circling Shadow Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, Charles Hamager. It's been a little bit. Took uh, yesterday off, had some class things to do, catching up from the uh, nice snow we get here in Seattle. Well, rarely any. Um, anyway, I've got a full slate for you today. I know, uh, you know, with the Seahawks season being over, it may not seem like I'll have that much to do, but there's a lot going on. I will be taking a look at Championship Weekend. I know Seattle doesn't have any involvement in it, but, you know, it's football. I love football. So i got to cover that. A uh, little Pro Bowl insight. Yes, Pro Bowl, I know it's a meaningless all-star game, but there's still some interesting stuff going on. Looking at some stuff from the Hawks offseason, UW football, UW basketball, UW athletics in general. Uh, Seattle Mariners talking baseball, as well as some other tidbits here and there, even some nerd stuff. So going to be an interesting episode. Let's get into it. Taking a look at the championship weekend here, looking at the early game first with Kansas City and the Tennessee Titans, the underdog story of the year, as it seems. Um, Kansas City struggled, again, early in the first quarter. Uh, certainly not as much as they did against the Texans, but they they hung in there. They got back into the game after Derrick Henry uh, scored on a wildcat run, surprisingly. If you're a UW fan, you know a little bit about that wildcat running. Um, and the Chiefs were able to actually got, get themselves into a hole, 17 nothing, and then sort of pull themselves back into it and eventually pull away. Uh, great season by the Titans. I mean, that's something that, you know, you bench Marcus Mariota, who probably is going to go to another team after this year. Uh, Derrick Henry, who's been sort of off and on performing throughout his career. Uh, and you get you bring in Ryan Tannehill, a guy who's getting paid more by the Dolphins right now than the Titans. Uh, and you go, you beat New England in New England and the Ravens, in Baltimore, and and put up a good fight against this Kansas City team. So, I mean, all respect to them. Uh, Kansas City is a fun team to watch, and I really wanted to see them in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, but, you know, Destiny has a way of making things interesting, so they'll be in it this year. The Santa Clara 49ers game. Wow, that was disappointing. Uh, you know, Going from the Niners leading seven to nothing, then ten to nothing, then seventeen to nothing, then twenty to nothing, then twenty-seven to nothing at half. It got out of hand quick. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. As for the Super Bowl between these teams, I mean, it should be a good game. The Niners have the number two defense in football, um, going to get up against Patrick Mahomes and all the weapons that he's got. Should be a good game. I really do expect a good game. Um, I would love for the Chiefs to win, obviously. I really would not like San Fran to get another Super Bowl. Um, But obviously, they're a good team, and they're able to run the ball, and they have good defense. I mean, they've got all the characteristics that a championship team needs. It'll be interesting to see what the Kansas City defense does, because I'm sure this this Kansas City offense will come out to compete. I'm sure Andy Reid will come out with a good game plan, and he'll, he'll have some things up his sleeve. Um, but also with the Niners being able to run the ball so much uh, in the postseason here, I'd, I'd have to think that Shanahan has some stuff up his sleeve as well. So it should be a really good game, and I'm I'm I'll be, I'll be watching that. In terms of this fabulous Pro Bowl uh, news going into that, Bobby Wagner will not play. Uh, he's going to be resting, trying to 
heal up those knees. He's, he was playing through injury that he wasn't really aware of until exit interviews uh, for this season. So probably just, a, you know, uh, take a precautionary measure there and just not play. I mean, it's not like this game is going to do anything anyway. <clears throat> um, Russell Wilson and Shaquem, Shaquille Griffin will be playing, uh, and Pete Carroll and his coaching staff are obviously the coaching staff and, uh, for this Pro Bowl game for the NFC here. Um, and Russell Wilson will participate in the skills showdown. Like I said, this game, I, I won't watch the game. I could really care less. The skills showdown, I mean, it's it's cool and all, but it's it's it doesn't. I don't think it really attracts that many people. It's it's just really obvious when you watch these games nowadays that the Pro Bowl is just something that's like a very lazy, very slow All Star game. Uh, I mean, the NFL has taken steps to try to improve it in recent years, but really, I just think it's a waste of time. If you if you were able to do something to make it more, there was there was a little bit more incentive incentive, then sure, you know. Uh, but you know, I wouldn't really pay attention. I, I don't I don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Still don't care. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. What'd you say? I just want to know what you said. What did you say? I don't care. Skipping over the glorified uh, scrimmage, essentially, between two of the teams compiled of the NFL's all-stars, quote-unquote, um, going into the Hawks offseason. And Shaquem Griffin has proven to the world that he is not just an inspirational story anymore. He is a real football player, and he deserves more pass rush snaps for the Seahawks team. He toiled on the Seahawks bench last year and for part of this year uh i don't know if the the team believed that he was a the coverage linebacker he's not in college he was a pass rusher so they finally put him out pass rushing and the guy i mean he brings he brings speed back into the the lineup into the pass rush which is something that they lacked considering Ziggy Ansa, i don't know what his deal is anymore something good he couldn't bring to the table um Shaquem Griffin, he averaged a pressure every 7.5 rushes, uh, bringing up his total pressure percentage of to 13.3%. Overall, he had a small showing uh, throughout the season as he didn't get that many snaps. He only got five in the game against the Packers there. But over time, if he were to sustain that for a full season, uh, which is the 300 snap minimum, I believe, uh, that would have been better than guys like Clayus Campbell, Melvin Ingram, Everson Griffin, Jason Pierre-Paul, Brandon Graham, Yannick Ngakwe, who's a Seahawks uh, free agency target. I'll talk about them more next week. Um, Jerry Hughes and Frank Clark, okay, a name you guys might recognize. Um, so, I mean, it's not like this guy, if you, if you believe that the guy should be cut, you are wrong, and you're just you're not looking deeper into these things. Uh, I mean, I get it. You know, you see him, a guy, you hear about his story, you expect him to make this big impact. Well, I mean, he needs to be given more of a chance, considering how lackluster the pass rusher was. The pass rush uh, was throughout the year for this team. I really think that uh, Shaquem should have been given more opportunities. You know, uh, the sack obviously in the Packers game was nice, but I mean, give him more than just five snaps, man. I mean, shit. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for him to sort of take over more and continue to establish himself in that patch rushing role next year, uh, and then especially going into training camp. I'm excited to see that. 
another guy to keep an eye on going into training camp as well as the offseason in general is Phil Haynes, guy that drafted out of Wake Forest for the Seahawks, uh, left guard. He was on the pup list going into the year, uh, you know, dealing with injuries. This whole team dealt with injuries, good Christ. Um, and he really wasn't, you know, able to get his first regular season snaps till this game. Um, with uh, Mikey Potty dealing with a neck stinger and Jamarco Jones suffering a concussion, it was time for a trial by fire for Phil Haynes here, who played 45 snaps in this game against the uh, Packers. He played 45 snaps, um, and he didn't he didn't come out and perform like some all pro all world uh, left guard here. But he did have good signs uh, going into this game. I mean, especially not having little to no experience in the NFL, um, and just being a guy that. He's got he's got good tools going forward. Um, he uses he's got long arms and able to use that at the point of attack. He's strong. Um, he's just got some inconsistencies. He's got some things he needs to work on. But he's a rookie. You know he's a rookie and he didn't have that many steps. Uh, he didn't have that much experience going into this game at all. Uh, so he's got a lot to work with. But it's it's encouraging. Uh, I would say to see from him. Um, hopefully he can be a guy going forward, you know, put in the work, seize the opportunity. He could be a guy if you don't need to bring back uh, a Mikey potty. If Phil Haynes is able to perform, I believe. Um, I mean, Mikey potty played well throughout the season. Uh, don't get me, don't get me wrong, but if you can get Phil Haynes, a guy that, you know, is in your building and then have to bring a guy back. I don't see why not get a young guy, start to develop him. Um, so that, that would be a good opportunity. I believe going forward he's got the tools he just needs to work on it uh and going into training camp he'll be one of the names i look at uh in going forward uh like i said earlier uh off-season targets i'm going to talk about that more next week sort of what we should be looking at there are some things to consider i mean i know excuse me uh seahawks twitter has been looking a lot at these shiny defensive players that are going to be on the market potentially, but there are some things that need to be fixed on offensive side of the ball as well. So it'll be interesting to see how the team addresses certain needs. Uh, Austin Hooper is a name that pops into a lot of discussions when it comes to the Seahawks, but it'll be interesting to see what he wants in terms of both situation and money. Uh, Cause he could want a sizable amount of money and we do have cap room, but it'll be interesting to see how John Schneider and Pete Carroll uh, sort of divvy that up. Going into UW football, I uh, wanted to take a look at what new head coach, um, what the hell is the guy's name? Former coach at Hawaii. I know I usually don't. I'm usually prepared on this. Uh, Nick Rolovich. Yeah, I, I was going to guess Nick, but I didn't want to just be wrong. In his, in his uh, opening press conference, he was asked about the Apple Cup. And he, he spouted off how many number the, the number of days until they get to play the game. I think that's laughable. I mean, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but come on, man. I mean, I just hope it's not a thing where he gets all excited about it because I know Wazoo fans have been sort of craving that. It's been a long time. I believe it's since 2007, um, the last time that they won the uh, Apple Cup. Um, but I mean, come on, you gotta, this is a program that had a down year last year. Um, and I, oh, it might have been 2013, 2012, pardon me. 
Um, I'm not that much of a genius. Kidding. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see what they do with that. And Max Borgie is a guy that's coming back. I'm sure he'll get more carries going forward. I'm not sure if that's going to be as much of an air raid offense. Rolovich was able to sort of turn that Hawaii program around, so good for them. Um, but, you know, I just thought that was funny. Uh, obviously, going into the next season for the Huskies, they, they're losing Jacob Eason, uh, Hunter Bryant, and Savon Ahmed to the draft. Um, I'm going to be excited to see Richard Newton uh, sort of take on a bigger role next year. I thought he was a guy that was a bruiser. Obviously, he was used a lot in that wildcat that I made fun of earlier with Bush Hamden. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what new offensive coordinator John Donovan does going forward, um, as well as the quarterback situation, which will be fun to uh, fun to watch, especially with guys like Puka Nakua, uh, Spiker, Kate Otten's coming back. Um, there's there's weapons, and there's a lot of young guys that I'm excited to watch. Uh, and I think, shoot, what's his name? How could I forget the guy's name? The white running back. Come on. Shoot, I cannot be forgetting this guy's name. This is kind of an odd uh, instance for me. I usually don't go too off topic. I'm usually very, uh, a little, how do I put this, prepared. How did I forget this white guy's, the white running back's name? I always make fun of him. That's why I say the white running back. Um... How am I forgetting this guy's name? Wow, this is terrible. I apologize for leaving so much uh, quiet here. Oh, Sean McGrew. I'm so bad at that. Sean McGrew. I always make fun of him, but I mean, he's been a guy that at times has shown flash. It'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see, like I said, what John Donovan does with this offense. There's a lot to be desired, I feel like, with the Bush Hamden offense. And I feel like a lot of the play calling and a lot of the decisions that were made left uh, the Huskies screwed over when it came to some of the games, like the Cal game, the Oregon game, the Utah game. I could go on and on. Uh, an important date to look at is National Signing Day, which is February 5th. It'll be interesting to see uh, the influence that Coach Lake will have in recruiting uh, you know, the decisions some guys will make, whether it be uh, sticking with UW, uh, obviously after Coach Peterson leaves. I don't know. I feel like there's – it's interesting. I, the vibe I get from Junior Lake is he wants to come back. He wants to punch guys in the mouth. And, I mean, he'll get that chance when Michigan comes for the first game of the year. So let's see what he's got. You talk too much. Proceeding along to, I mean, everybody take a break here. Take a quick breather, as I know I just talked for like nine minutes. Goddamn, I need to shut up. Uh, going into men's basketball here for the UW Huskies. Uh, late game meltdowns have been a consistent problem for this team, and it was it became even more self-evident uh, against Oregon, a team that's number one, number eight, not number one, number eight ranked in the nation. Uh <sighs> I mean, this is a team, this is a Husky team that beat Baylor in the beginning of the year, and Baylor is now ranked number one in the country. Barring there have been some bizarre upsets to the number one teams uh, throughout the course of the season already. Uh, they've blown games. This Husky team has blown games against Tennessee, Gonzaga, which they were in the game for most of the period, 
uh, Houston, UCLA, Stanford, Cal, and now Oregon. It, it's it's an issue. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to cast blame here, but you got to be able to close out basketball games. And Coach Hopkins, I mean, it's, it's great. But if you're not able to close games out, it becomes kind of difficult. You know, it's not the greatest uh, comparison. I'm sure I could come up with a better one. But it's like Marvin Lewis. I mean, and not in the whole getting to the playoffs thing and not being able to finish. Uh, but in, in the way that you, you do all this work for a period of time, and then when it comes to crunch time, you're not able to finish. It's, just, it's not good. Um, Isaiah Stewart, uh, the young freshman for this Huskies team, Goddamn phenomenal. I mean, in that Oregon game, he put up 25 points, almost 20 rebounds. He got 19 rebounds and two assists. He was a leader in all those categories. And if, if you know anything about basketball, if there's one team leader, if the team leader in assists only has two assists, kind of an issue. Uh, I don't know if that's a testament to the offense of this team, but you know, I, th- I feel like there should be there's there's an issue going on here. They play their next game at Utah to, uh, on 23rd of January uh, at 5 o'clock, 5.30 uh, Pacific time. Moving on to other UW athletics, I'm going to fill you guys in here. The number 14 women's tennis team has matches versus Princeton January 25th and the ITA kickoff championship, which is January 26th. So if you're a tennis buff, I got another one here for you. Men's tennis has matches versus Grand Canyon on January 24th and Cal Poly January 26th. So like I said, if you're a tennis buff, you're going to want to pay attention to that. Number 24, 24th ranked gymnastics has a match versus uh, number 10 California on January 26th before going on to matches versus number three UCLA and number 25 Stanford. Obviously there's a trend here with Pac-12 teams to be really good at gymnastics. Um, Going forward into our favorite sports team in the entire world. Yes, I know that's sarcasm. A lot of you people hate the Mariners. I get it. Um, Seattle has five prospects in the MLB's top 100 prospects list, so that's good. Obviously, you know, um, I've been talking to other people, you know, before I started this podcast about how it's important to sort of re retool this um, farm system. Obviously, and to get that going, to have that, that's pretty important. Uh, Felix Hernandez signed with the Atlanta Braves. All the best to Felix, you know, being someone who is able to witness everything that he's done here um, and being at the game at his final uh, final start. Yeah, all the best to that guy. Class act, you know, he could have he decided that he wanted to leave. He wanted to demand it if he wanted to demand a trade uh, throughout his career here, but he didn't. I mean, he's a class act. I mean, he's a great guy. All the respect to him. You know, if Atlanta wins world series, that would be amazing. Um, to continue on, uh, not to leave Felix in the dust here, uh, with the young prospects, it'll be interesting to see a couple of guys to keep an eye on that got invited to spring training. that weren't on the roster were uh, pitcher Logan Gilbert and outfielders, Jared Kalanick and Julia Rodriguez. Those are two guys, uh, the latter, that could really uh, bring some spark to Seattle. Uh, you know, they've been talking throughout the offseason. They want to bring a championship to this city. Obviously, that's just talk for now, but it's it's encouraging to see that there are young players out there who don't want to just sulk like some of the people that bitch and moan 
uh, about this Mariners team. Yes, I said bitch and moan. I'm tired of seeing everyone complain so much. If you sit and complain, you're not going to get anything fucking done. Um, about this, uh, anyways, uh, to see these young prospects really talk about that and to be, you know, motivated by that. It's, I love that. I love that. And I'm excited to go and see them in spring training. Uh, another, an eye to keep on, an eye on, a guy to keep an eye on for this Mariners offseason that you will recognize if you have been a Mariners fan uh, that a team, this team may want to look into signing is Taiwan Walker. He's a guy who's he's 27, uh, I believe, going into this year. Um, he's young. I mean, the last time he had a full season, he had a 3.49 uh, ERA. And, I mean, I don't see why either side would say no. I, From what I'm reading, both sides have significant interest, so that'll be interesting to go and see. Taiwan Walker was a guy that I liked uh, prior to, you know, getting uh, traded away. So it'll be interesting to see. I would love to see that. That would be great. I think at least bring another pitcher in. Because really, right now, outside of a couple guys like Marco Gonzalez, I don't know who rounds out this rotation. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, and as, as well as to see if anything else uh, picks up traction in terms of that signing or that potential signing, rather. Um, okay. What else do I got for you? Oh, yes. Uh, this is a very loose episode. I'm just kind of going with it. I kind of got excited and I had some stuff to rattle off and not too many sound bites. Sorry if that's all you come here for. Uh, the XFL, Dra- XFL Dragons uh, put out a cut list, but a significant name that I uh, looked at was Levon Coleman. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets another opportunity. Obviously, a UW Husky. Um, Wish all the best to him. Hope he's doing well. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how this Dragons team uh, performs going into the season as they start on February. I believe it's February 15th. Um, tickets are actually pretty cheap uh, for those events. So, I mean, if you want to go out and witness something, it's still football. It's not like it isn't football. Um, these are guys who played at the collegiate level and some at the pro level. So, you know, tickets for 24 bucks. Why the fuck not? The the league, well, the, the season opener for this team, uh, they play against the D.C. Defenders uh, February 8th on Saturday uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific time. But then the home opener is uh, Saturday, Saturday, not Saturday, Saturday, February 15th at 2 p.m. at CenturyLink Field, Tampa Bay uh, Vipers. So that's a game I hope to actually go to, uh, depending on, you know, if I'm not, if they're working or not. Um, I'm excited. I mean, it's football still. So, you know, obviously, if you paid attention to the AAF, which was another sort of startup football league, that petered out. So it's interesting to see what the XFL does differently than the AAF in order to sustain that. It would be nice to have another league sort of as a the development league of sorts almost because really, I, I really find it difficult to think that any anything else will rival the NFL in terms of popularity, the NFL is a billion-dollar industry, uh, billion-dollar, you know. So I, I really don't think anytime soon that'll happen. Um, but, I mean, if you give give people an outlet, you know, obviously some guys go the CFL route. Some guys, you know, they toil on practice, practice squads or they sit on the bench. This could be a fresh start for them, you know, get their talent out there. So that'll be fun. 
going forward, I will have that uh, off-season target tracker for the Seahawks next week. want to get into that, sort of look at guys that aren't being talked about as much because really the Seahawks team, they have spent money in the past, but they're really not a big, you know, go out there and sign this big-name guy too often. Uh, they do 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 do. They have gone the way of a trade before, though, so it'll be interesting to see what John Schneider and Pete Carroll sort of look at going into the season, um, as well as looking at other teams. Following this men's basketball team, there's a lot that they have going well for them, but there are obviously the mental mistakes and the closing out the game factor that's an issue. Uh, Isaiah Stewart and Quaid Green could really be a fun thing to have in March Madness, but got to get there first. Thank you, all of you who have listened to this point. Uh, from what I read, I shouldn't read into the numbers that much, but I have a, a standard audience of 19 people. So if you are one of those people that's you know in here week in, week out, always supporting, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Whether you're a person who likes hearing my voice, you want to get you know get back into sports, you want to learn more, get you know educated, get informed, or you're just doing it because you're a friend. Uh, thank you. I've heard that this all, all of those things have been reasons that people listen is what I'm from what I hear. So I appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who shares this. Uh, whether it's because you heard me ask right now, please share it. Um, <laughs> or you just do it out of the kindness of your heart. Thank you. Uh, just thanks. Like I said, please do give me advice. Please do give me comments. Please do give me, you know, I want to hear feedback. I do, you know, I try to get this out as much as I can without being annoying about it to an extent. Um, I will push it a little bit, you know. Um, but I do want feedback. I do want to improve. I'm, I'm living the dream here. Not all the way, obviously, but, you know, I love being able to speak about this and have an audience. So thank you again uh, for another week, episode eight. Almost at double digits here, folks. Um and I'm excited again. It's another going into still starting my uh, second quarter of college here. There's a lot going on, but I really hope those Chiefs beat those Niners. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Be safe out there. I know it's been raining a little bit. It's cold still. Be safe and don't cause any trouble that I wouldn't. Have a good rest of your day. Before I go here, sorry to come back again. Um, I'm going to be attaching when I put this out, uh, the link to my link tree. What that is, is if you go here and you click on the link tree link, I know that sounds redundant almost. Um, let me go and pull that up here. It'll give you a list of options here on different links that I have, uh, put in cooperate with me. Come on, come on. Basically is what it does is I've got all the things, uh, that if you want to keep track, all the things, uh, you know, different different links. I've got the Spotify on here if you want to listen to Spotify. I've got Anchor on here if you want to listen to this on the base website. I've got my Instagram for this account, for this uh, podcast. i got the Twitter for the podcast. If you like uh, to use Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public, those are all on there. And I will be getting YouTube going up here pretty soon. Uh, still trying to figure out what I'm going to put in the video part, obviously. But everything is here in one place. Uh, it might be confusing, uh, but it's really pretty simple. Uh, just click on the link for LinkCast when I put it in here. 
it might be a transition going forward. I will attach the Spotify and the Anchor links going forward still. But Linktree, this has got everything uh, all in one place. All the links just set up here. Uh, it's got the Spotify link, the YouTube link, the Anchor link. All you do is just click on it and it just directs you right to it. So hopefully that clears that up if that's confusing at all. Um, yeah, if there's any issues with that, please let me know. Thank you again.